Selfish Babes. It is your girl, Olenike OC here, bringing you another Selfish Talk, Selfish Talk podcast. And today I am introducing Ashley and Courtney from the Hood and Holistic podcast. Say hey. Hey. And so I really wanted to uh, bring them on because, I mean, okay, so as you guys don't know this, but I don't follow anybody on Instagram on Olenike OC page anymore, but I'm following people on my Selfish Babe page. But when I used to follow you guys, and you guys should follow them, um, I just like what they're about. I love the love they show one another. They are a married lesbian couple, okay, doing a damn thing, being hood, <laughs> okay? And so, um, I just like the love, I like literally love the love that they like show. They're so cute. Like, so yeah, I gotta like follow them for real, for real. Um, and we'll definitely have their Instagrams below in the description. And if you guys are watching on YouTube, say hello and comment. But um, I just really want to invite them on and have a conversation and just chat and so as you guys know anytime i bring on any guests i really want to get to know them on a deeper level and i feel like the best way to get to know somebody on a deeper level is you know asking what they've gone through whether it be a traumatic event or obstacle that they've experienced and you know how they've moved through that or how they're currently going through that and so we're going to start with miss ashley go ahead okay so let's see um a traumatic experience. I'm going to say moving here to Los Angeles. Um, that was the first time I actually realized I was having a depression like situation going on. I never, I know I had, I have, I have had anxiety in the past, yeah. but far as in like depression, I didn't experience that and I didn't notice it, but, um, the move from one place to another yeah. and just like not knowing, um, not having control over everything. I'm used to having con like just control over just every little thing in my life. Yeah. Um, that kind of put me into this depression where I was just like zombied out. It was weird. Like, um, it was little things like very forgetful, um, I would just not paying attention while I'm driving, just just completely pass up like my exit, just little things that I'm like, yeah. you brought it to my attention, like, hey, do you know that you're doing like these things? Like, I think you're depressed, and it's like, no, no, I'm not. And then I finally like, yes, you are. You're not yourself. You're not doing the things you used to do. You're not getting into yourself. Um, and I had to pull myself out of that, and being in this space like on like hold on I'm, the dog is like he's so keep going okay <laughs> keep going so um being in the space where i have to be in the house and uh furloughed i have to make sure like that i stay uh, mentally like good because that's what kind of put me into like a depression or having anxiety and things i've experienced that in the past where i was uh self-employed yeah. And that wasn't for me. Like I had to be busy. I mean, the idle mind is a devil's playground. So I know for myself, the things that I have to do to stay like mentally like, okay, you know? And so I'm kind of like, that's where I'm at right now in life. Where'd you guys move from? Houston. Yeah. Houston, Texas to California. Houston. And what does for, for load mean? I just want to make this clear for the self-spread because even me, I'm just like, ah. 
now? We don't, I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Um, it's when your job shuts down, like you're mm-hmm. not getting paid at all. However, they still hold your position. Oh, oh so whenever okay. it does open, okay. then you have your job. But meantime, in between time, you're not getting, you know, any income basically. Okay. And you yeah. mentioned that for you, when you were self-employed, you said that, that wasn't for you. It wasn't for me in the sense of I didn't know how to keep as busy as I needed to be. Yeah. So um, I have to constantly um, feel, I don't know, it, it's so awkward. Like I I'm, I want to be self-employed, but I know that I have to plan out my days. Okay. So I had to get like a journal and I had to get a planner because when I wake up, I need to do this and I need to check this and I need to be doing this and doing this. Yeah. That's what type of person I am. I like structure in a sense yeah and I need that yeah like I can't just be like okay what's next what's next I I kind of need to know and it has something to do with control I'm sure like um that's something that I I struggle with and it's a Scorpio thing or something I don't know (laughs) for you when you started realizing that you were depressed um how I mean I know you said you would be passing exits and you weren't being yourself but like on a deeper perspective like if you woke up throughout a regular day, how would that look in your depressed state? In, in my depressed state, it would look like um, my, I would be foggy. So like far as in like, I would have brain fog a lot, um, just like staring into space or I'm supposed to be tasking and, I, and I'm not. I'm just kind of like doing, I'm just in this like zombie out like stage. Yeah. And it's like after two hours, uh, my quarter come check on me like hey you know, in the same spot. i be sitting in the same she spot like um she wasn't really eating she wasn't hungry she wasn't you know what I mean she it just was like it the, was the routine that we were used to in Houston once we moved to LA it totally was shifted we was traveling a lot and just moving a lot and and we didn't have control of that. And I just was noticing, like, she was just, like, she was sitting in the same spot all day. Yeah. Like, and it was... Why aren't you walking around? Like, have you drunk water today? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she'd be like, no, I haven't. So, I, you know, and then I'm like, are you hungry? It'd be like 3 o'clock. I'm like, are you hungry? Because I'm snacking. I'm going to eat. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it was like... like it was like um, not getting, like, dressed up like I like to, like... Yeah. I like to get cute. Yeah. Um, especially, like... It's LA, like honestly, you can literally run an errand and fall into something real cute, like a whole little set, like a whole situation. And it's yeah. like I wasn't even getting into myself, which is totally not me. Um, and I just I was just sad. Like yeah. I'm just like on a day to day, I was just sad, but I was like moving through it in a way that's like I'm not conscious of it. Yeah. I'm not aware of it, you know, yeah. until it was like brought to my attention. And even still, I'm like, no, I'm not because I do this and I do that. Like pointing out the little things that I do, it was like overall, like I'm not there. I'm not getting, I'm not doing my yoga. I'm not, you know, meditating. Yeah. I'm not doing like nothing that I do. Yeah. Yeah. So how um, would you say that you're still depressed? Would you say that you're still working through it? Or would you say that that's something that's in the past? I would definitely say the depression is in the past. Okay. I'm ne- I'm like navigating like some real smoothly right now. <laughs> um, 
that's good. But I think it has a lot to do with, I feel like um, we came to a point of, it was a lot of self-doubt. Yeah. It's so many, it's, it's layered. But okay. it was a lot of self-doubt around that time where I felt like, how I'm going to do this? I can't do that. A lot of I can'ts. And, and that also was kind of keeping me like stuck in my mind, just overthinking, overthinking, like in my head to where I'm sitting in this space for like this long because I'm in my head. So not um, doing the action, just thinking and then not making any action because you're in your exactly. head. I'm in my head. Okay. And now it's like, oh, I know what to do. You know, I know the things to do. I know how to like navigate in being just like kind of confined in like the house. You know what I mean? But how did you get Um, the space from from being depressed and not doing anything to now where you're, you know, navigating smoothly? Because I know that they're occurring some selfish babes that are going through that and that they are confined to their house. And so even though they may have a job that they could be looking forward to or maybe not have a job that they're looking forward to, um, how can they get from a space of to where you kind of were to where you're at now? So what did you do? Like, I know uh, Courtney had noticed it and you began, you know, noticing it too. But like, how did you get to that space? You know, what? I had to like be, first of all, just real with myself. Like, yes, you are forget, you have been, forgetful you are passing up like you're driving terribly like you are zoned out like you are doing these things I had to call myself out on like all these things that I'm doing first like yes you have been sitting in this spot yeah when had the last time you took a selfie and felt cute you know like just little things that my normal little um so that was the first step is I had to like acknowledge like first of all yes you could possibly be depressed, you know? And then... You were. Which one was it? <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm only asking this because it's like, did you, did you say yes, I was, I was depressed, or were you I not? Okay. I was. And okay. thank you She said possibly that. a word. Like I, yes. Girl. Thank, girl. Call me out. Come on, sis. So, yes, I was depressed. Um, but honestly... One of the things I started, so I got this bomb skincare line because my face was breaking out, which is a part of stress. Yeah. Um, and I started washing my face every day. I had like this like routine morning and night. Mm-hmm. And that made me feel good. And it's like something for me to like do for myself, you know, every day. Yeah. And it was just like look like little literally like little steps like that. Then I started, you know, back making sure I take my B12. Yeah. which is really good for like the nervous system yeah. um, and then you know just my multivitamins and my green juice and just like all the like little things that make me feel like normal yeah I started doing that and so eventually I just started like getting back into myself like I was unemployed at the time yeah so um I got a part-time job yeah what you say? I said kinda. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> kinda. But okay. so it was just like little steps at a time and I just started being um gentle with myself. How do you be gentle with yourself? Like just with starting off like with doing the skincare regimen and um just feel like telling myself like it's okay to do absolutely nothing right now. 
because I am the type of person that feels like um, I always need to be doing, 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 and that I have to work hard to be successful or that I have to like bust my ass to like get to this place where I want to be. And that's not, that's not true. You know what I mean? So I had to like raise up off myself and like give myself room to like breathe and just be okay in the space that I'm in you know even if it's not like where I expect it to be yeah like that's okay you're not there it's cool yeah I like that um the part about you being gentle with yourself and noticing that it was okay to be where you were or like I know that some people have talked about this like okay if all you did today was go wash your face or if all you did today was take a shower that's a different space than where you were. And so yeah. I like you talked about being gentle because um, I do think, especially as women, uh, we can't put a lot of pressure on ourselves um, to just being the go, 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 do, 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 especially if you're like an overachiever or like a go-getter. Like I describe myself as a go-getter, but have also been learning about sitting still and um, maybe not doing anything that day that is work-related, you know? So uh, I think it's good that, you talk about being gentle with yourself just because I feel like um, a lot of women are not and we are go, 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 go. And we may get to certain places in life, but we feel still very unfulfilled. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, I, and I ask this because like, okay, so what, and this is just an, a, a thought of mine as you talk about go, you going through the depression, right? I feel like because everybody's so used to go, 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 right? especially in Western culture, we're very used to go, 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 go. In Eastern culture or some other cultures, a lot of times uh, there is rest. But here it's very, so during this uh, quarantine, um, I feel like a lot of people are going through depressive episodes Mm -hmm. um, because, I mean, I get it. Like some people are literally only in one room for a very long time, especially being in New York. Like, you know, very, very small. And so what... My thing that I ask is, were they like people, were people just now getting depressed or were they so busy with their lives that they didn't notice what was going on internally? And so now we have time to sit with ourselves and really see what's going on inside of us. And when we mm-hmm. sit with ourselves, we notice that there are certain things that we have not released that we are still holding on to. And so my thing is, that's my thing is like, I get like feeling depressed in the moment because we're here, but I also, I I question, you know, as you get to sit with yourself and you being silent or you not having anything to do or being bored at the time, your shit's coming up. That's the way that I look at it. I think that some shit is coming up and a lot of people cannot handle it or they don't know how to handle it. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be looking for people to guide them through that. And I know that that is a very true circumstance. You know, there was a recent girl. I don't know. I mean, I don't know her whole story, but I know it was a recent 15-year-old that had committed suicide recently that I had seen on. I saw that. And I know a lot of people were like, oh, well, you know, she was probably going through some other things beforehand. And maybe she was. But again, sitting with ourselves, I don't know how her home life was. I don't know what she was going through. But it's just like this time for a lot of people could mean life or death. And I don't say that to be very sadistic or anything like that, but there's some stuff 
that a lot of people are holding on to that they have not worked through and they don't know how to do so. And so mm -hmm. I think the fact that you guys do have a platform such as Hood and Holistic, I think that is very relatable to a lot of people. And I think that the tools that you guys use and share that you guys use in your own daily life could be very helpful to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, you say you're 35, you don't look 35, by the way. Around this age group, I'm 28. But it's just like, you know, people even in their 20s now, you know, people in their 20s, just starting 20s, are, are looking for the things that you guys are offering. Mm -hmm. And so I think that it's really good. And we're going to get into what they are offering. But um, I do want to ask you that, and that may be a little personal, but do you feel like, because I know, like you said, well, self-employment at that time may not have been for you, but you just need a structure. And there's a way to be self-employed and still have that structure for yourself. But do you feel like in those moments of you being with yourself, and yes, I get that you're used to a routine, but do you feel like sometimes the, the thing is the silence is suffocating? You ever heard that? Like the silence is suffocating because we have our own personal thoughts or the stuff that's inside of us that comes up. So I want to ask you, Ashley, do you feel that during that time stuff came up for you that you weren't aware of that brought you to that place or do you feel like it was simply i don't have a routine but you mentioned self-doubt as well i don't have a routine mm -hmm. and here i'm at this is where i'm at now well i mean really what it was is as far as like when i could work i was working so at 15 i went to old navy and i asked them can i work here he said come back when you're 16 I had my birthday and I was like, I'm 16. What's up? Yeah. And that was my first job. So since then I have been working yeah. and that's what I'm, I'm used to. And that's what made me feel um, stable. And, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, just doing for myself. And it was just complete. It was just different. Me not each time that I have been in that situation of like either being unemployed or self-employed, I come to feel like it just fucks up my whole chakra. It just mm. knocks it completely off where I don't feel that security. Mm. Um, and I feel very inadequate. Like I'm not doing enough. Um, I should be doing more. I should be working. I should be bringing this in. And, you know, it's just literally being like, like hard on myself. And I guess it stems from some type of fear of like, um, or whatever I've made up in my mind of what success is and what it looks like and what I need to like obtain it. Yeah. Do you feel like if you were making $5,000 or $10,000 a day in sales and, it, and you were self-employed, would you still feel like self-employed? No. Okay. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> okay so it's a it's about security it's about absolutely it's it, it's about security and the control thing of me used to me wanting to be able to control like that part of my life you know what I mean yeah I get that yeah that like that's exactly what it was no like if I'm that's my goal like to be self-employed and be able to be completely like yeah. content and good on a financial level yeah. Where I'm like, okay, you know, like, of course, like, I would love that, you know, but with self-employed, it's up and down. It doesn't matter, like, what you do. You have, I mean, that's any business. You have your slow times, and then you have your peaks, and, you know. I agree with that, but I think that it's still possible. 
Um, yeah. I say that because it's, it's possible because I'm that's yeah. possible. Now. But, you know, um, yeah, we're gonna talk a little bit more after this. But mm-hmm. I just I just feel like it's possible. Like it's like especially where we're going, right? Like, and mm-hmm. this is just my little tidbit about Corona and you know, people looking for money in different types of jobs. It's very smart to get online at this moment. It is mm-hmm. very, very smart to get online at this moment. You guys already have Hood and Holistic, a spiritual, a spiritual-based business. Do you guys follow the Hood Healer? Yes. Oh uh, yeah, I do. Okay, That's I'm okay. So, I <laughs> so um yeah, she has sent me some uh, screenshots of something she had posted some time ago, and she was uh, talking about predictions, right? And uh, one of her predictions in her journal was, you know, spiritual-based businesses. And uh, any selfish babe listening, spiritual-based yeah. businesses, okay? Booming, popping, making money, okay? So yeah. I'm just saying, like, you guys already have, like, yeah. a foundation of being hood and holistic and the things that you guys sell, like the crystals and the journals, and more things that I think you guys can add. And so for me... It's like, I just feel like at this time in front of Selfish Babe listening, it's smart to get online. It's smart to think about, well, how can I solve somebody's problem via online? You know, mm-hmm. first I can start making it, but eventually I want to get to a place where I can just buy this shit in bulk, somebody mm-hmm. else makes it, and somebody right. else ships it. Because Absolutely. where we're going now, as much as we talk about like the economy and people not having funds and certain things like that, for certain businesses, that's just not true. For certain businesses, things are people don't buy it. People yeah. are buying. People are thriving. Hand sanitizer has gone up. Okay, white uh, right. It's not even. It don't have to be nothing related to like disinfectant. But people are yeah. still buying shit. There are yeah. still. I think this is what I. People are buying like, stuff off our site, and we like we not like, we what? not marketing a yeah. thing. Like what? What are y'all doing? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. So it's like, yeah. yeah, hard times come, but there's still a large population of people that will still have funds, that will still support what you guys are doing. And so for me, that's kind of the mindset that I have when it comes to my businesses as well. It's just like, there's a group of people out there that's still going to buy my shit no matter what mm-hmm. is going on. They still yeah. got the funds to support. And so that's yeah. like kind of like the affirmation or the visualization that I have for myself and my business. But I just asked that question because I'm like, hmm, okay, it is about security. I get that. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. you can't get to where you're going to go to because you're going to get there. But I'm just saying, who oh, you say Spiritual based businesses, okay? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Ashley, for sharing that. I really, really appreciate that. So now Absolutely. we're going to support me and we're going to talk about what have you been through or, you know, currently going through and uh, share. Let us know. Whew. All right, so I think I think I've been through like so many traumatic experiences. <laughs> uh, you could name it, and I've been through it. But probably my most recent um, thing that I've experienced is learning that I cannot carry our child. Mm. So in I think it was August. August, um, we did our annuals. Um, and I was talking to the gynecologist who actually happens to be the best one in this area. And she specializes in infertility. Just so happened to, you know, didn't know any of this booking the appointment. But as I was explaining to her the, um, the pain that I have when I'm on my period or even like before my periods come, I let her know, like I found out that I had like a a little, little little, bitty fibroid three years ago and um that that prompted a diet change and us implementing uh the steams and baths different things like that 
Yeah. Um, I let her know about that. And uh, she, she, when I was explaining my symptoms, she was like, well, it sounds like you don't ovulate. And she was like, have you ever been tested for this? And I was like, no. Yeah. So she is, I guess it's a different blood test. She drew my blood and she said, um, she'll contact me in a week. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, I have a portal. You could just check the portal. Yeah. Um, and when she contacted me, she, it showed that my levels were like severely low. Mm. And so she was like, I have a birth control and I have a hormonal drug to put you on. Mm. So I'm like, oh, great. Like, I've tried birth control before because I, I've always had, like, these severe cramps on my period. Yeah. Um, and I, the birth control, actually, I bled for, like, two months straight. Wow. Being on? So I was like, yeah. Oh, wow. So I was like, okay, I'm not doing the birth control. So this time when it came back around, I was like, let me try the birth control. But the thing is, the two pills were, they worked against each other. So as, yeah, as I was taking the hormonal drug, I had to take the hormonal drug first to start the birth control. And then it would, like, as it would progress, I would still have to take the hormonal drug and the birth control, but it wouldn't stop my period. It just kind of, like, prolonged it. Okay. And so I, I noticed I was getting, like, really bad acne in my face, and, like, I was kind of getting chunky. And I was like, I, I literally was having like body dysmorphia at the same time that I'm learning that I, cause it's always been, since we ever discussed children, it's always been that I was going to be the carrier. And it, we never, we never like, you know, diverted from that. Cause that was always the plan. Yeah. So this was literally like, it hasn't even been a year that I found this out. Yeah. So it's like all the plans that you've been making for like seven, eight years don't matter right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. have to figure this other part out. And then she also let me know that it would be potentially cancerous because of the buildup on my uterine wall. So she was like, for taking, for taking those, for wait, what would be cancer? For not taking, for not taking the hormones. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, it's literally her, like so her uh, eggs don't drop. Yeah, my eggs don't drop. Like I don't um ovulate at all. Yeah. Like and women so, go through ovulation. Hmm? How do you have a period? I have a period, but it's super painful. It's just like it's just like a lot of blood and pain. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? It doesn't drop though. Nope. Wow. It's the weirdest thing. I think that's why I was on a a cocktail like so a like, medication so, cocktail so to try to balance it out yeah but it just was affecting my body it, to the point i wouldn't even look in the mirror like mm -hmm. i'm like i didn't i didn't really care how i felt and i had just cut my hair so it was like i was i loved my haircut but it's like i don't want to look at myself and then i'm one of the people i love walking around naked like and mm -hmm. i just it wasn't my body wasn't physically changing yeah. But insides, I'm like, my insides are not working. And it yeah. just was messing me up for a while. Yeah. And then I started having these really bad dreams about my father. Huh. And so, which all of this is happening simultaneously. Like, yeah. <laughs> I started having these uh, bad, I, I told Ashley, I said, will, it, will you be okay if I'm not taking the medication? Because her big thing is like, if this is going to help you, and you know don't say you're not you're infertile it's gonna help you it's gonna help you and i'm like i don't take i ha I hate taking advil so it's yeah. like i don't want to take this stuff and i could tell it's breaking my face out and like I, I just don't like the way it make me feel and one of the side effects of the pill was like depression 
And mm -hmm. I, I had started working an overnight job. So I'm like, these two things, everything at once, something got to go. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'll work the job. But I'm not taking the pills. Like, yeah. the pills are done. Like, we'll figure something else out. I'm like, it's other, it's so many different supplements and stuff I could take for the same thing. Yeah. I don't have to put the medication in my body. So I'm like, I'm not going to take it. So Ashley's like, that's cool. Yeah. So I'm having these weird dreams about my dad and Ashley's like, do you ever think you're going to talk to your dad? And I was like, no. Like, I don't, we don't really have a relationship like that. And, um, my steps well i have like four half sisters yeah. on my dad's side but we're all estranged like we don't since since i've grown like grown up i kind of pulled away from them yeah. it wasn't them pulling away from me so um she called me and she said that my eldest stepsister was dying of breast cancer and mm -hmm. she was literally by the end of the day that day she had passed away wow and I end up flying home like immediately and yeah. just like me, since then me and my father have like reconciled our relationship and I feel like and I and I gained like nine nieces and nephews I didn't know I had so oh, wow. but I feel like that really helped with me having to come to the grips of like the way that we want to be parents is gonna have to change and it's gonna yeah. look different you know what I'm saying yeah. but I have so much family i got little ones out here you know what i mean i got family out here that you know i haven't even that don't even know me like that yeah so i mean just like to me that was super traumatic because like at 35 i've been through a lot and i've got through a lot yeah but certain things really stop you in your tracks and make you yeah. think like i can honestly say a lot of stuff that i went through i probably put myself in those situations okay and then i fought myself out Okay. Well, this, I didn't put myself, like, I can't help the fact that this is what's happening to my body. I can't help the fact that me and my father don't have the best relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, but now instead of me having to fight my way out, it's like, I'm feeling my way through it. And mm -hmm. I, and I just appreciate having something to slow me down because I'm very, I get over stuff real fast. Like, yeah. and then I end up having to heal it 10 years down the line. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but out in the moment i don't have time to sit and think and be sad about this like i don't i got other stuff going on that's how i am you know what i mean yeah. so i kind of appreciate having these things even to 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 be vulnerable in a different way you know yeah. what i mean it's it's always fun when you're sharing like the triumph stories right like yeah i made it through this but it, it kind of humbles you a little bit when you have to really sit with the reality of some of the shit that you go through like you know what i mean and that's kind of where i am right now it's like even with with what's going on around us while i'm grateful to have a job a little a little bit like a little piece of me inside is like like this shit gonna change everything around us you know yeah, what i mean like definitely. and i don't really have to stay here i could probably go do something else in the meantime it's not gonna hurt the funds like you know what i mean because we got so many things set up yeah. We can make money this way and make money this way and make money this way. So it's like, am I really stressing over this job? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just, I, I'm like, I just found like reconciled a relationship with my dad. Like, yeah. and we, t it's so weird calling my father and talking to him on the phone. Yeah. Like, and at the end here and I love you, it's the weirdest thing. Cause I, I'm 35 and I had, I haven't heard that in like 20 years. When you heard that, um, when he said that I love you, like, do you remember 
the first time he said it after a very, very long time? Yeah. And when he said that, what was your reaction? I was like, whoa. You know? <laughs> it like it was like it just it just really like like takes over you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like a little kid. Yeah. I felt like a little kid, like then yeah. it made me feel five years old. Like, I think um, that brings me back because at one point I had like a sit down with my mom. My father had passed away when I was a baby, so I never grew up with him. Or And I recently heard more about him probably like two years ago. My mom had showed me like a picture of who he was because anytime I would mention him growing up, you could just tell whether, you know, your parents don't want to talk about something. So yeah. at one point I had like a sit down with my mom and I was just talking to her and I was just telling her that I don't, I said, I said, I don't feel like you love me. Like, I know that you put foot on the table. I know you were there, but I don't feel like you love me. Like, you uh, never say it. You're not like, you know, she's not the touchy-feely kind. Yeah. And so she was like, why do you, like, why do you think that? And I told her. And then she was like, no, I do love you. But, you know, there was a time where, um, where she was finding me back on it. She was like, you know, I do this, I do this. I don't have to say that I love you. And I said, you're right. You don't have to say it. But I'm letting yeah. you know because my personal love language is words of affirmation. Okay. But this is, this is how I, I'm going to think about it, you know? Yeah. So um, over some time, she eventually had said it over the phone and, you know, we cannot like, say to each other now, but that took some time for her to get there. And so yeah. for you, I can understand what you're saying. Like your dad saying that I love you and you feel like a kid again, because it's just, imagine like maybe when you were a kid, that that was said all the time that at certain some point it just stops and you don't know why yeah. and you're growing up you don't remember the last time you heard it and yeah. so i don't know why that is i don't know why um some parents stop at some point like i never understood that but i do know when you guys had mentioned you know being able to raise your own family in a different way changing how you mm -hmm. raise your kids right i know for me i learned a lot from my personal experiences that i'm like i'm, I'm a I'm, I'm going to be a word of affirmation person. I could be very yeah. strong discipline. But word yeah. of affirmation, touchy-feely, like, I love you. Like, I knew from my own growing up, was like, mm, we got to change this. We're going mm -hmm. we to do it like this. We're not going to wait until we're, like, fucking 20 years older and older to learn about certain things. Yep. So um, I could definitely get that. Now, in terms of, uh, I was going to ask a question. So with this information, in terms of you working on your womb and getting to a place of fertility, now, was there ever a question of Ashley, will you carry versus you? Um, I so I told her that I would carry. She was like, babe, don't worry about it. Like, but yeah. I think she thinks I'm like a delicate flower or something. I've had open heart surgery before. Okay. And if you when you see a little kid that's like a little sickly kid in, the, in a little bubble because they got allergies and asthma and like, yeah, yeah like. <laughs> She said like that. That's me. Okay. Like, I still go outside. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's, I would have a mask on right now anyway. I already <laughs> had gotten me a mask. Yeah. She had a mask way before COVID. Okay. So I am that person. Um, okay. But I do feel as a woman that I can carry. Yeah. I just like, feel it like in my it. spirit, even though like I've been through things with my health, I just feel in my spirit and my body and my soul like I that I can carry. So, okay. yeah. Um, yeah. She's like, man, she was like, don't like, cause that was my main thing was like, but I wanted to have a baby. Yeah. 
Like yeah. that, I wanted to be, I I was like, I'm gonna start a clothing line. It's gonna be so fly, cause yeah. it's gonna be me in it. And people gonna be like, what the fuck? Like, you know, yeah. and I just wanted to have, that was all, that was like, I'm a Capricorn, so I'm addicted to my vision. Like it, yeah. I gotta see it through, you know what I'm saying? So it was definitely like, she was like, they don't, that's, don't let that be a stress. Like, don't let that be one thing that weighs you down. Like it's enough going on. Like. Yeah. And I still don't think she just absolutely cannot carry. Yeah. Yes. For she's me. Very Cause we haven't went to the doctor and they like, we, we went for our wealth woman. Yeah, they so didn't, we, we didn't know out. like we're here to like dive deep in and, and look at your eggs and, and, and just the whole technicality of everything. Yeah. We have not done that. No. Okay. So, um, I haven't ruled it out. Yeah. I haven't. I think it's good to know. Yeah. So now, Courtney, do you, so that's something that you're still going through. Are you still on the medication or have you completely stopped? Because no, I took, I, I totally just 86, the medication. Um, luckily I've been having way better periods somehow. I'm not questioning how or why. I'm just grateful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I stopped taking the meds. I'm like, I'm have not you been uh, steaming on a consistent basis? I have not been steaming. I can honestly say I've just been, <laughs> Like it's, I'm gonna be honest. Like when I think about California, the first year, it's been a lot of like survival mode. Yeah. Does like what matters right now? You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not even thinking about like self care, like detox. But, like we haven't been doing a lot of the things. Just getting back into like doing meditation. Yeah. It's like a big thing because like you get up and it's like everything is rush, 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 rush. You literally don't have time to just sit down and just be like, oh, okay, let me do what I need to do. So now is like the perfect time, which when you said like people haven't been working, so they going through some other shit. Yeah. Like we 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 literally just sent Kofa going back and getting it because we didn't did so much work in between. We can literally yeah. go pick and choose what we need to, what we need for the you know, the moment. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I'm getting back to it, but I haven't been steaming consistently no no but she do take um your iron pills yeah and then also i, take my I squeeze in <laughs> my beet beet juice for her okay which yeah because i think like the lightheadedness or like passing out that had to do with like you know releasing so much you need to like be replenishing it at the same time so i Have definitely like um i'm saying it right don Kwai. The root don quai, it's really good for like women's wombs. It's a Chinese root, a Chinese okay. herb. Is it? I, I do you put it in a tea? Um, I think they may have a tea. I know you can have a pill. Like I take um, Dr. Axe's multivitamin. Okay, the reason why I like Dr. Axe's multivitamin is because he is into herbs. And so yeah. you know how a lot of multivitamins is just the vitamins. Well, he adds yeah. in the vitamins. So like my multivitamin has turmeric in it. Don Kwai, and like here's, how, here's a woman's multivitamin that has a lot of good herbs for women uh, along with the multivitamin. And yeah. I like that because like he, under, like he understands herbs, like he, he understands it, but he also understands science. So he brings them together and I really, really love that. And um, Don Kwai is like a really good, like I know it's I'm the only reason I'm recommending it because if you are taking your supplements, this could just be something you take on the regular every day it's still yeah. vitamin but then you're also going to get the benefits of the herb i do think you should get back on your vaginal steaming yeah. <laughs> i was thinking about doing one recently and i have to and then um 
and this is not a sale at all, um, but I really uh, would suggest maybe one day uh, trying the Goddess Detox Pearls, and I can send you some if you're willing to try it, only because um, I've, a lot of women have said they have been able, unable to conceive, um, mm -hmm. but they've tried it, and they've been able to conceive, they've mm -hmm. gotten pregnant, or they've either gotten pregnant, like one woman talked about getting pregnant, but it was like a tubal pregnancy, so that had to go, mm -hmm. but that was years after not being able to get pregnant, so for her, okay. it's like she was able to get pregnant, but she's able, she's going to try again, so okay. like, and the reason I recommend that is because the herbs go straight to the uterus, straight to the vagina, and I would just think that that would be something that could be helpful for you, um and it may help with your cycles and i know that your cycles have been getting better and will continue to get better but that's just a, a suggestion and i'm willing yeah. to do that um you know after this podcast but um thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> and now we have some tea because we want to get into some of these questions <laughs> oh okay 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 so um okay so okay so ashley would you say that you identify as femme yes and courtney what do you identify as? If you yeah. <laughs> uh, I just, I'm just like masculine presenting. That's it. Yeah, that's my girlfriend. She's masculine presenting. So yeah. my question is, so I'm when you said that you wanted to carry, I was very shocked. I yeah, said, I really. Know. That's <laughs> yeah. different. I've seen it, but I was shocked, and I was like, wow, that's different. So <laughs> why did you want to carry? Like from you, that's just always been a thing from when you were younger. Um, actually, no, I've always wanted to adopt. Um, but just like hearing Ashley's story as a kid, like being a, a kid in and out the hospital and then eventually having heart surgery, yeah. um, I was like, this is what I'm gonna do. Like, that's what I was like, I'm not tripping, I'll, I'll be cute pregnant, you know what I mean? Like, I think I'll be a very cute pregnant woman. So it was just like, just hearing like, I'm like, you know what, I, I'll carry the baby just to not put the stress on her body. So so as y'all know, okay, so I mentioned that I love the love that they show one another, but I love the love that they show one another. <laughs> the fact that you even said that you're willing to carry just for that yeah, reason, you for know, sure. I think that's a beautiful thing. And so we want to get a little background on your love story. So when did you guys meet? When did you guys get married? Give us like some information. We met in 2011. Yeah. Uh, we got married in 2016. Yep. So after yeah. five years. Yep. Yes. Guys get married. Say that again. What made you guys get married? Oh, um, we had our date. We had our date for years. Like yeah. on this day, we're getting married. So. Two years in, court proposed to me. Yeah. And yeah. then from that moment, we set our date. It wasn't even two years. It was like a year and some months. Yeah. Was it? It was It was early as hell. It was real early. Okay. Yeah. And we, we set the date like. We set the date? That week. And then the date came and we was like. We were like, is it? Oh we like, hold on. Because we didn't have like a big wedding. We yeah. wanted to do uh, something small. Cause really at the time, like family was tripping. Yeah. So we was like, do we really want to include family? He was like, nah, we, we'll get married for ourselves. And yeah. so we had a small little intimate wedding with like yeah. just our moms. And yeah. it was super cute. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was, it was what special. No, like, I want to like be with you for like life, you know? When did you know? Like how did Early. You... Early. Like before the proposal. Way early. We did, we did a year of long distance. Wow. And um, 
I, I figured if we got through that, we probably was going to be together because that year was crazy. Yeah. Like, we didn't really know each other. We was getting to know each other a lot. Like, when we met, it was instant, like, chemistry. But I was only home for, like, the summer. Yeah. So it wasn't like a, a long-term thing. We mm-hmm. both kind of was like, oh, are we going to do this? And Ashley was like, I'm down. If you down, I'm like, I'm down. So <laughs> whatever. So I went back to Kentucky where I was going to school. And um, she was like, the first weekend that I can come out there, I'm coming out there. So let me know. So I'm like, all right. I planned it out after uh, like spring or fall conditioning. When yeah. we get like a little, when as athletes, you get like a little time before the season start after they didn't kick your ass for six weeks. Yeah. And I was like, you could come out here during this weekend. She was like, bet I'm, I'm booking my flight now. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. So I looked up and she was at the airport. I was like, oh shit. Like, this is real. Like, <laughs> okay. And okay. then we kind of, we did a lot of Skyping. Like I hope, look, i first year was literally like we was on just like this yeah like every day every day falling asleep on the computer type of thing yeah and then um I came home I was I finished school in May 2012 and um came home actually was like I'm gonna have an apartment ready like all you gotta do is get here so I'm like this I I think I drove like together yeah, yeah, we went from like long distance to like, bam, moving it. Yeah, and uh, I drove like sixteen hours. We was on the phone the whole time. She was on the phone with me at work. Like, like where you at? Where you at? <laughs> what state you in? And I that. it was like instant craziness once I came home. Like, yeah, yeah. 